Let's welcome in uh, NBA TV basketball analyst Akil Augustine. Akil, how's it going? It's going well. On my way to the press myself. There you go, man. So, what should we be expecting out of Masai Ujiri today as far as reasoning for the deal, uh, what he had to give up, what he's getting back, and ultimately your, your takeaway from if Kawhi Leonard passes the physical today, which hopefully he does and doesn't put a, a, a snag in everything, what's your takeaway from this deal as a whole for the Raptors? Well, if you get over the, I guess, DeMar DeRozan angle, and um, you get over the fact that the kid was a great player for the organization, stand-up guy, helped reinvent the history of this franchise. What Masai did was put all options on the table. You take a look at the difference in contract structure. The bar is guaranteed two with the player option. This being the last year of Kawhi's deal. What he's done is he's gone and got a player that people don't believe the Raptors have a chance of acquiring in free agency, at least that level of player. He's a top five player, in my opinion, if he's healthy. And you didn't think you were going to get one of those guys that's uh, it's a conference league altering trade. So you get him, his contract is different. It's a one year. So what you have is a year to sell Kawhi Leonard on Toronto. Soft-spoken guy. I'm not sure how much he knows about Toronto. But the Paul George situation in Oklahoma City led to the thought that, guess what? If you get a guy in a place kind of thinks his vibe, then you could sell him on the place. So you have that option. Well, what you also have is, at the end of this one-year deal, Kawhi decides to stay. You, you re-sign him. You have the bird rights, extra money. That's something that no one else can offer. He, he decides not to stay. You have the ability to do sign and trade and definitely bring back lots of talent. If he decides to leave, no sign and trade, just go sign somewhere else, that puts you in a position where the Toronto Raptors now just lost $20 million, uh, off of books for Kawhi. Kyle Lowry and his $30 million in the final year of a deal. Serge Ibaka and his $20 million in the final year of a deal. Jonas Valsheer is in a $17 million in the hmm. final year of a deal. you got about $100 million worth of cash space. And if you think about it, Masai Ujiri was going to blow this team up five years ago. That was his intention. He, was, he had the vision. He was going to build his own vision. What happened was once the boys got out, they were going to get blown up, and the Knicks trade didn't go through for Lowry. The team took off in one of the five-year shifts of the greatest basketball that the Raptors organization's ever seen. So he never really had a chance to, to, to really do what the original vision was. Remember, Nick Nurse being hired as a coach, this is the first head coach that Messiah and Jerry has ever hired. That's right. The Raptors. Yeah. So he hasn't really had a chance to put a stamp on this group in a certain way. So... The Kawhi deal has put a whole bunch of options on the table. Now, the options are going to be predicated by what Kawhi does, but there's a lot more flexibility towards the future of the Toronto Raptors franchise, especially knowing that the fan base was going frustrated with a stale team that kept stalling. And I'm not sure even with LeBron out of the conference with the rise of Philly and the rise of Boston that it was a gimme or a promise that the modern Rosen-led Toronto Raptors team would get you to that promised land. And to get Kawhi Leonard in this four years, the fact that it comes with all these other caveats and potentialities, I think to me, is a brilliant basketball decision. In conversation with Akil Augustine, NBA TV basketball analyst, on his way down for the Messiah Jury press conference, which you will hear live at noon here on TSN 1050 on Twitter at Akil Augustine. So, Akil, we, let's say we take on paper, you have Kawhi Leonard, full health, what he was. Two years ago, fully healthy guy, and the Raptors pretty much as is. And you look at the Celtics, and they come back healthy. Are the Raptors, as they're built now, compared to the Celtics and Philly, if they're healthy, 
taking all that into account, are they good enough to get out of the East and go to the NBA Finals as is? Yes. Hmm. Basketball is a game where one player can impact the game tremendously, more so than any other sport, maybe individual sports like racing and tennis. But Kawhi Leonard is, in my opinion, if you're talking two years ago or finals MVP season against the Cavs, he's the best player in the Eastern Conference, in my opinion. He's the best. Giannis, up and coming. Kyrie, limited by size. So I think he's the best player. And if he's the best player, we saw what LeBron James did to the conference. Not saying he's LeBron James, but he's the most comparable thing in that he can, you know, shoot pass, rebound, steal, block, lead. What else do you need, right? So, yeah, I do believe that in the Kawhi, healthy Kawhi, they are a top seed in the East. And Akil, when we look, obviously Kawhi's the headliner, duh. Uh, but Danny Green, what did they get back in Danny Green? That's kind of been the, the lost man to this point. How does he improve this team? Well, who's going to play two when you think about it? Norm hmm. Powell struggled um, last year, and you ship your all-star two guard into Marta Rosen. But who was going to play the two? And I think that's a very important uh, piece that Masai got back. You got Danny Green, a guy who... A couple of years ago, was one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And of course, he hit some rough patches, and you never know what a change of scenery will do for a guy like that. But at the same time, you think about the defensive team that Nick Nurse is going to be able to put on the floor. Nick Nurse, of course, we talk about, you know, he's huge for the young guys and for the offense. He may not have to do too much work defensively because he's got Kyle Lowry is a tough defender. And, and, and uh, maybe last year's Kyle Lowry, he's a lot less active. But, you know, he's been historically a, a, a tough defender. He's still Danny Green, too. Danny Green is a great defender. He's sort of quiet at the three. He's a great defender. You can put a lineup where you can even find OG Ananobi and Pascal Siakam on the floor. He's a great defender. Mm. So there's a lot of defenders on this team now when you add Danny Green at two. So, I mean, there's angles there. Danny Green is a shooter. And, you know, over the last two years, he's been saying it's a You need to add shooting. You should track one of the worst three-point shooters in Jumar Rosen. And you add a guy who at one point was one of the best three-point shooters in the entire league. And then you still have C.J. Miles, another three-point shooter. I think they're addressing certain areas. and it's very, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens next because on paper, you know, analytically, they've done their job. They've done their homework in filling in certain holes that maybe, you know, were present in the previous iteration of the team. Okay, Akil, you got me excited now. Like, did you feel, <laughs> did, do you feel, though, like, it's strange. Like, if you were just to say, hey, the Raps are going to get a top five player in the NBA – the fan base would be ecstatic, but because it's DeMar DeRozan, it feels, it, it just feels like something's been taken away, like it's more of a sad feeling. Maybe after today when Masai talks and when eventually we, we see Kawhi or hear from Kawhi, then the energy will get picked up. Like, is it, it, Have you felt a strange kind of vibe from the fan base because DeMar was so loved? Absolutely. It's a perfect storm. When you think about yeah. it, Toronto's a very young NBA city, so they haven't gone through, you know, Having a top flight all stars and having to leave the last time this the last two times this happened they were extremely sour events in that it was Vince Carter and Chris Bosh who both guys left on their own accord and to know that the history with Demar Derozan has been the I got us tweet and the stand up guy he's been for the city and for the country there's a certain affiliation right there's a certain he's almost like a maple leaf yeah the way yeah. people associate him with Canadian and Toronto sports a certain negativity that surrounds that and then. There's, you know, again, you got to speak to the vacuum of information about the Kawhi Leonard situation. I think this has been a, um, a place where Bleacher Report and the score 
and, 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 and Yahoo have really taken advantage of the fan base. You look every hour, Kawhi Leonard doesn't want to play in Toronto. Kawhi Leonard is warming to the idea of playing as well. Like, these reports are ridiculous, and there's a lot of journalists out there that are taking advantage of people and creating a lot of hyperbole and nonsensical news. It, 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 it isn't even true. They're not getting quotes from sources. They won't, they won't claim who the quotes are. So I think for a Raptors fan, there's a lot of trepidation because they, they don't know what Kawhi's head right. is. And people have played on the fact that, preyed on the fact that there's, no, there's a vacuum of information. And so they've thrown out their own opinions. And there's all these different things being said that honestly nobody has heard anything about any of these stories that you know, quotes. They've only heard what some writer has decided to say about a situation that he has no access to. And so I think that plays a very big role in how the Toronto uh, Raptors fans and the entire NBA right now is reacting to this trade because Kawhi's not a very outspoken guy, and you have a lot of outspoken writers and journalists who, ta- who, who decided to take advantage of that and to go and fill the air with whatever they feel is going to get the most clicks and it's clickbait news and it's frustrating because – you don't know, you know, you don't know. And, and then all of this stuff is coming out and people are going to run with it. Akil, you have calmed my nerves. I hope you've calmed some of the nerves of, of Raptors fans too, because there just seems to be this angst of, yeah, does Kawhi want to be here? Thank you hey, so listen. much. Thank you so you much, said, man. Absolutely. Take you, take, do your thing, man. Absolutely. All right. Enjoy the press conference. That is Akil Augustine bringing it. NBA TV basketball analyst on Twitter at Akil Augustine.